Welcome to Seth's Alkahest. Today we're going to have an awesome interview from Alex from the podcast That's Effin' Weird. And I, uh, I'm very excited about this one. This one is a good one. We had a great conversation. And so just hunker down and enjoy. Seth's Alkahest. Yes, uh, Seth, and I understand that you also have your own podcast, your own your own thing that you do. You want to explain that a little bit? Yeah, it's called Seth's Alkahest. It's uh, basically a podcast I made so I can rant, so I don't uh, <laughs> uh, mess up all my personal relationships. <laughs> so uh, that's 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 what that is, and uh, yeah, it's fun. I just kind of at the grindstone, but it's fun. Nice, nice. That's I. That's what we're all podcasters. I think that's all we're doing right now. It's just grinding it out and everything like that. So yeah, great to have great to have you on. We're gonna talk some conspiracies. We're gonna talk some, uh, you know, some paranormal stuff, which I'm kind of excited about. We actually do one of our co-hosts. Um, her name is Ro. She is mm-hmm. all about the paranormal. I wish she was here because she would just be eating it, eating it up, and everything like that. She has a bunch of stories herself, and she's not like a. This is gonna sound bad, but she's not like a a weird person where she's like has like every ghost experience that you can think of but she's had a handful and everything like that i wish she was here she would she'd really like it i i think i heard one of them i i did some research on your podcast and uh there was one about uh women dying in childbirth and uh haunting the the uh is that is that the right one i don't think so <laughs> it's gonna uh, maybe a... it's not even your podcast <laughs> uh there was it was about uh it was a no, I'm pretty sure you were on it, and there was a, a woman on there that was talking about, uh, it was a, I think it was a, a type of ghost in India or somewhere, and it was uh, women that died in childbirth, and uh, oh. something like that. I, I caught the gist of it, but uh, yeah, it was a okay. snippet. Okay, I, yes, and that, that was her. Okay, now that you say that, I did. She, we, we have a bunch of episodes like it's they're all starting to like, <laughs> like mix together but yeah um yeah i think she did oh what was it i think that might have been that might actually been the ghost episode that we did <laughs> just, just, yeah uh but yeah um but yeah we're, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll uh we'll talk about ghosts in, in a bit first let's start let's start conspiracies um i covered disney what, what did you cover so our audience is kind of aware before we hop into this uh the government uh taking air force pilots and uh supposedly stopping their heart because the um the harming that they were injecting them with uh was uh they were getting desensitized to it because uh do i do i just go or or because i <laughs> i can i'm just gonna like spell out my entire thing but so the the idea is that uh these pilots uh and you can call these uh these pockets in the government like deep state you can call it uh the military industrial complex and there's pockets of crazy people with uh, influence and power that run different programs kind of like how mk ultra started like it was it wasn't that like the entire agency knew about it it was like a, a select few that like kind of started this trial anyway and the idea is that they were uh, they were trying to talk to the clockwork elves to get some high technology plans. And since it's the only thing you can permeate between uh, these realms, uh, the only thing you can bring back is information. And they and supposedly they were doing this so often that these guys were getting burned out 
and uh, they had to do all kinds of different things. One was like st like stopping the heart and having like respirators on them, injecting them with all these different compounds, uh, talking to uh, like high elves, clockwork elves, whatever you want to call them, jesters, and then uh, bringing back information so that they can siphon on off our uh, our tax dollars and create a uh, breakaway civilization and uh, leave us in the dust. So. There's a lot to unpack with yeah, everything yeah. that you just said. And I could and I couldn't find the original <laughs> thing where there was there the, the 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 thread of truth that all of this hangs on is on on oh, what are the methods and mechanisms that it, this got out of the government supposedly? And I can't find mm -hmm. that. And if anybody makes a really cool Reddit uh, article or whatever and then deletes it, shame on you. But anyway. <laughs> That's you know what let's let's just start with yours because okay. I'm invested now like I am I'm very intrigued and I think our audience is too with what everything that you had just said so <laughs> let, let me try to break this down on how how I interpreted that was that there was a, there's an a program that the government had funded uh, through the Air Force and. <laughs> It was a way to talk to like interdimensional beings yes. or something yes. on the lines of that. And they killed them off. No, or... no, no. The The idea was that, that they were um, the drugs only there's like windows of time that the drugs can be used on a particular individual and yeah. the connection to the other side gets kind of, for lack of a better word, desensitized. And, and it's a, uh, what you would want in this, do you want me, I'll, I'll just go ahead and just get into it. So yeah, yeah. what you would want in this hypothetical uh, program is that you would want to send elite uh, guys in that knew the drill, that knew kind of what was going on, because like, how are you going to convince someone to go to like some other realm and bring back information? So the idea is, is that uh, these particular individuals were valued because with the amount of times they did it, they had more experience and, and it, it's easier to have really experienced people go into these hyper realms, uh, then teach new people this thing. The only problem is the more they do it, they learn more, but the, the downside is that the drugs won't have the same effect, the same tether to the other side. So, um, so the idea would be they go in, they get all this information, and what and and since you can only bring back information from these realms, you can't bring back anything physical because it would, you know, it we're t and the way I like to uh, think of this is, um, oh, it's a really good example in uh, Interstellar, the uh, Christopher Nolan film, where okay. they're going and then they see they so like how do you conceptualize another dimension and and there was one thing where she was saying like uh love could be a a, a mountain in this other realm and we think of it like because it's a it's an emotion that doesn't necessarily follow every bit of logic in our world like because you can love someone that's dead and they're not there but you still love them how can that be and that so uh to to these other uh these people that make uh the thing that he was in like the tetra whatever uh, yeah. that, that they're in a higher plane and so, the concept of love to us is a concept and a feeling or emotion, but in their reality, it's actually a physical point or space that can be walked on or seen or held or something like that. So like whenever something, uh, is a, um, 
like it, it's something that bleeds into our reality from a higher dimension. I, the, the, I forget who said this, but the, the best way of, of kind of thinking about it in our dimension is, okay, you've got uh, an in and out, those old school paper in and out things on desks, like a secretary mm. would put in ins and outs for someone. Yeah, and yeah. if you are only in a two-dimensional space looking down, uh, you only see the top. And there's a whole nother cubby below that thing. But to a two-dimensional being, they could only see a, a square from the top down. Uh, and inexplicably, in our dimension, to them, they would see something pass through and take something out from under it, but not be able to conceptualize it in their two-dimensional space. But us, it's no big deal because we understand height, width, and depth. And and I think the fourth dimension in our space is absolutely time. Because if you have a cube of a room and you say, where is that chair? You want to measure the height, width, and depth of the room to ascertain where that chair is. So mm -hmm. the other thing is like, when is it? Because if, if someone goes in the room and moves it, you, there's a whole other aspect to the dimensional measurements of where that chair is. So when is it? Where is it? Yeah. So anyway, I, so so uh, the same applies to beings. Have you ever um, read a book called, uh, I think it's called Flat World? No, but it sounds interesting. <laughs> it's about, it's a it's a novel, I, I believe a scientist, I, I read it when I was pretty young, but it's about a, a scientist that wrote this book. And he, and it's called these, uh, there are these two-dimensional, it's all about two-dimensional characters and, and how they interact with their world anyway. So what would it look like to us if we were to put ourselves in the position of like a two-dimensional character seeing uh, from the top down of this in and out thing? What would it look like to us? And to me, I, I've, done, uh, I've done various compounds in my life and, I, I, mm -hmm. I, and there's some very strange things and um, it's, it's an interesting concept to think that our bodies are not antennae equipped to hear or see or sense a particular frequency even though these dimensions exist our bodies normally aren't don't hold the capabilities of measuring that so um it's interesting to to think that uh, uh a compound can get you into let's call it a vibrational frequency call it what however you want to think of it and um oh experience something piercing the veil into our dimension so uh, it's interesting like we have these recurring things like uh angels demons clockwork elves jesters uh um uh some what are the ones in ireland like uh, just elves different things like that and mm -hmm. uh so i kind of feel like uh over the entire course of human history there, there's definitely a possibility of uh People either being born, one of the other interesting things is like schizophrenia and different things like that. I've always wondered, like, uh, different people you see, like, talking to themselves on the side of the road or whatever. It's like, every now and then I wonder, like, did they see a little bit too much of something? Because if I, I, I wonder, like, what would happen to me if I saw the truth like uh, the the true scope of reality, if it would just absolutely break my brain and I would just be some random person babbling out <laughs> somewhere. Um, uh, two, two things I, I yeah. want to bring up real quick um, yeah. is I, I've had the same thought process as you as far as like with, we take, I guess, like mentally or what we would call like, you know, mentally challenged or someone with a disability. Mm -hmm. So like, autism maybe schizophrenia or something like that and it's just really weird how like 
autism though, they're they're kind of almost operating like at a at like a knowledge or something like you know like they're very like hyper focused on like something but like what mm-hmm. they're focused on or what they're like what they know is just like they know a shit ton about and we think of it as like a disability like yes maybe some like social cues are not there you know maybe like socially they're not to where like where we would consider maybe like in like our society as normal but what if it is the complete opposite what if that is like the next step in like evolution where it's like technically we take these you're telling these people like hey there's something wrong with you when actually maybe that's just the next step in evolution where it's like socially as like humans we're just we're getting we're starting to like get away from like you know being social creatures and like maybe not social creatures but like just that social aspect of what we consider to be normal like that is no longer what it is like I've, yeah. I've, always, I've always thought about that and it's like what if we're the ones that are wrong and right. they're the ones that are right yeah what if we're outdated <laughs> yes <laughs> it's just i found that to be crazy and then the second thing is the uh the the drugs and everything like that as far as it, it's i've heard stories or maybe not stories but i've heard like Oh, who was it? I think it was it was either a musician or an artist who just got really into into like I forgot what drug it was, but it was it was something where it was like that's what they were saying, like, like they were operating like in a different like they were seeing and like knowing and there's like I have a few I artists really... come to mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe 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 that's not that. it's maybe it's like Jim Jim Morrison definitely. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I believe who that's who it is. <laughs> yeah, well, that the 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 end. Uh, that song used to be. Di- you probably already know this, but that song used to be different. And they were at this dive club, and uh, he was late. And he they had the the they were not like that big right then. And mm-hmm. his buddies in the band had to go to Morrison's house and get him out of this LSD stupor. He was with these uh, chicks, and he was. Uh, barely coherent and they drug him to the uh to the venue and that's yeah. where he he uh and they walked on down the hall uh, <laughs> uh he took a pace from the ancient gallery and he walked on down the hall that's where that lyric comes from it wasn't written before that improv night and then that just became the song <laughs> i honestly i did not know that. <laughs> yeah it's pretty crazy and his and his dad's involvement with the Gulf of Tonkin and and you know getting us into the Vietnam War and that mm-hmm. stuff like because I believe his father was um, uh, an integral part of the CIA. Um, I I didn't prepare for this particular topic, so I can't like <laughs> offhand just check that. But it, yeah, yeah, I said it. <laughs> that's really interesting. I just I feel like that's that's kind of like the that happens where it's like. You know, but I, I also I also feel feel like though too that it's like whatever whatever drug or you know you're taking and everything like that, it's supposed to like that's that's the that's the side effects of it though, is like hallucinations, you know, maybe like paranoia and everything like that. And is it that we are seeing or that you're actually like tapping in to like another like dimension or like something that we're not supposed to see? Or is it just really, is it just messing with our brains and everything where it's like, nah, you're, you're really not like, what do you think? That's the question. Okay. So when I was taking all kinds of 
different i went through this really crazy phase between like 19 and 25 somewhere around in there yeah. and i uh me and uh, i had a friend we would uh we would we would take a lot of different things and it got kind of dangerous because we were we, we would take all the stuff that's been heard of and then we started getting into research chemicals like 2ci mm-hmm. and all that and uh so my opinion on it is one of the things we noted. I've always been fascinated with uh, shared hallucinations um, yeah. because because that would be the only thing that could say it's not necessarily uh, wires getting crossed in the brain or um, flooding like all the like um, psilocybin, for instance, it piggybacks off of serotonin receptor sites and it, it acts mm. as a serotonin modulator. And then you have things like cocaine and different other things that work more on the dopamine side of stuff. So is it that when you flood those pathways, um, there's signals that get crossed into your visual cortex? Because one of the, one of the, one of side effect of some people ha- taking, uh, and I, I don't really necessarily believe in side effects. They're direct effects. If you're taking something, it's a direct effect of it. Yeah. But so, so one of the things is that they, uh, they, they'll start seeing audio or or um or vice versa because you know you're you're starting like i'm sure you've seen that infograph that i forget which university published it when they were researching psilocybin it was basically uh a control group and then the neuroconnectivity of someone that's either microdosing or having high doses of psilocybin uh the active ingredient in magic mushrooms so um the the it's interesting because the data shows that not only are all the connections from these different nodes in the brain uh, connecting where they wouldn't normally, they're the the connections are thicker. And um, one of my favorite things to do is to microdose because it uh, you don't nothing crazy happens. You kind of teeter on that threshold. You're not you know you're not having visual disturbances or anything like that. But uh, in terms of productivity, it's great. And mm-hmm. uh, just the speed in which you think, but the, I don't know, man. The the it, but me and a buddy we the, we were we were tripping enough to where we were noticing like during and after the trip we'd be like, did, did you see the words on that or or that particular pattern? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. it would get to the point where we were taking uh, a bunch of stuff and waiting for the hallucinations to kick in, and then we would stay. I remember we had a notepad on like a piano, and we were trying to. The <laughs> the words were coming up like this, and they were just like lifted off the page. And we were and we were like, "All right, you see that, right?" And he was like, "Yeah." And then we were like trying to like t- touch it. It was crazy. We looked like it like we'd lost our minds. Um, but uh, that all ended. Uh, there was this. There were we. There was this. Uh, one time we went to this guy's house where we were acquiring said substances and um uh he he gave us uh what he said was isolated psilocybin and i'm pretty sure it was dirty mixed it was just dirty drugs mixed up with who knows what um and he was measuring the drugs with a pen cap and then uh i was like is that too much and he's like ah it's good that that was that was our scientific oh, method. <laughs> so we had set all the pills and the capsules on this old piano, and and we and we had this. We were like, all right, if it gets really bad, we're gonna um we're gonna watch uh Dumb and Dumber to to for the parachute to to because we like Dumb and Dumber. It's funny. It could calm yeah. us down. It turned into a mad night. We um we wound up uh we wound up 
listening to the gorillas we had a playlist on and i fell in love with noodles voice and i was like by the speaker and the, the sound i could she was like there it was and then and then um we put on uh parliament funkadelics maggot brain which was a bad idea uh and this place had surround sound so if you anybody's ever heard maggot brain just imagine you are tripping your balls off it, it was like i've seen the maggots in the mind of the universe and i was not displeased uh or i had to rise above it all or drowned in my own shit and then it, and then it would go silent and we were listening to this on surround sound and and when you're on mushrooms uh you already everything is surround sound so the voices were coming in and out and it was like, and then the guitar to this day, that song freaks me out whenever I hear it. I have this horrible association anyway. So I took like nothing at a certain point in the night wasn't happening to the amplitude of which I wanted it to happen. And so without telling him, I went and took another thing and, and he got mad because we didn't, we didn't take it together. And he was like, you already took that. And so he took another one. And then we, probably 15 minutes passed or 20 minutes, something ridiculously small, but in our heads too much time had passed. And we had inadvertently doubled the dose of this mystery, whatever. And, um, I remember, uh, that song going on and it was just madness. And then we ran outside and the gravel parking lot was static. It was like uh, TV static below you and um, go back in, that was too freaky. So I remember sitting on his chair and the upper side, we didn't have multi, no kind of lights like this where it was multicolored. It was just normal light bulbs. And the ceilings started to lift kind of indefinitely that way. And the lights were all changing colors, just constantly changing colors. And um, and then we put on Dumb and Dumber because it, we, we had passed the threshold. It was not good. and. Um, uh, we put that on, and so Lloyd and whatever his name is are talking, and he's like, Lloyd! And his whole face uh, came out and then turned into these vibrating geometric figures. Anytime he talked, it was just like uh, a split down the center with blocks. And, and, and as he spoke, like, these cubes were just vibrating. And the, what he spoke didn't make any sense, but it was clearly Lloyd. And, yeah, um, yeah so... There was a lot of crying and screaming, and then and then uh, I went home and I drove to like a I drove to a, a Dollar General parking lot and parked and just started weeping. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but anyway, uh, back to the point of uh, if this is uh, I that's so that was my example of of what I've experienced and, and I've, I've tried other things like salvia divinorum and, and different things like that. And, um, it, it definitely seems like there is a possibility of us just picking up something. Um, now in retrospect, a lot of the hallucinations I had definitely had to do with, uh, background information in my mind and preconceived notions on certain things that bled into those hallucinations. Uh, but I definitely think there is something there and I absolutely believe the government has been, uh, or whatever government agency has been, uh, testing the waters to see what, I mean, we know, like the movie uh, Men, at, Men Who Stare at Ghosts, there's been several programs that uh, have been declassified where they were trying to understand the borders of reality, and especially with this new drug LSD and this and that, and understand the fabric of reality. And I honestly think if you're a superpower and you have these divisions, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you 
research everything that you possibly could to understand your place and how to get more leverage or whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah <laughs> I totally died. I totally went off on it. <laughs> That's totally fine. That is a okay. Um, you bring up a lot, a lot, a lot of good stuff there, and like one of the things that I, I want to piggyback off of is like the why? Why would you not want to? As far as like mm -hmm. a superpower government and everything, and then the fact that there are like what you said, there's declassified programs within the military where it's like, are you serious? That's like that's what you guys or that's what you were trying to do. So like mm -hmm. it's it's totally possible, and like I believe that the government probably right now even are are doing things where like we either a can't comprehend it or it's just like that's it's why why would you spend your money on that? So like the whole like the experimenting with like different chemical compounds and like trying to like get into a different universe, a different realm, things like that. That is a hundred percent possible. Like I, I believe yeah. that. So it's, yeah. it's, it's why, yeah. The, the, why wouldn't you want to? And then you got to think too, that if like, okay, if the United States is doing something like that, who else do you think is doing that? You, you probably China, probably Russia. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, in probably even more countries than that. Probably the UK, like just everyone, both our allies and both the our, our enemies and everything like that are the ones that we consider to be enemies. So it's just, it's it's really interesting. And I think, I think the ones that really messed around with with it the most were were, were the Nazis during World oh, yeah. War II. Yeah. And we talked about that I think on a previous show. I can't remember which one it was, but it was. It was the fact that they would, and this was actually both for the Axis and the Allies, where they gave uh, their version of meth to the soldiers to stay awake and to yes, keep fighting. Are. And yeah. it's just like it's crazy because then, and then it makes you think like, all right, our government will do anything to like, you know, to see into to win and everything like that. And even like the atomic bombs that they they tested, they had soldiers like Wilfrin Wolfling willfulness they had by their own yeah. will they were right? they were going willingly <laughs> yes thank you um to like go and get get exposure to this and i i remember there was a uh this happened in the uk where they were on a boat and um they wanted to test like okay nuclear bomb in the ocean what would happen to sailors everything like that in a just a group of sailors on the, on the boat or whatever after the bomb had went off, like some of them, I, the, the safety advice for them was cover your eyes with your hands. Mm -hmm. And if you want to, you can like, you can look away or whatever, but some of the soldiers yeah. like were staring, not at it, but in the direction. And they said it was so bright that they saw through their eyelids and they saw their hand. It was just like, are you serious? Mm -hmm. And like they got, they got so much exposure, and like, like a lot of them died young because of the cancer and everything like that from the radio. So it's just kind of circling back and everything. It's just like it's, it's crazy to think that like our governments would do that to their own people. So it doesn't surprise me if they're doing something secret like that, and it just, it just hasn't been disclosed yet. So. Oh yeah, I mean, well, first off, we're. Uh... Uh, heard there are some people in within groups of power that just look at us like uh cattle and and why mm -hmm. i mean that i mean look at how um 
Nazi Germany treated their prisoners, like a lot of the uh, medical breakthroughs that came out of the war was a lot of experimentation on children in Auschwitz and different places. And then it continued the small sliver that defected to Brazil, um, uh, or was it Chile or Brazil? It was down in South America. And they, uh, and the, those, some of those uh, Nazi scientists continued their research on village children. And there's like some documentaries uh, on those people that detail it, but this is, yeah, the, the, the bomb thing is very interesting to me. My last podcast, we actually spoke about this. Um, My grandfather was part of uh, the radiological health division when they were starting to develop the bomb at uh, Oak Ridge uh, here in, I'm in Tennessee. And uh, he was in the military and they, and they moved him around a lot. It was like New Jersey, New Mexico, uh, Tennessee. And, uh, and uh, my mom still has all his certificates of all the different like project teapot and all these different weird code words and these certificates of what he did. And um, they were absolutely checking. They were dropping bombs in the. Oh, go ahead. I, I froze for a second. I don't know if you caught it. Or not. Oh no, I didn't. I just I totally thought you were there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the last thing I caught that was uh, your grandpa moved around a lot. Uh, last, you were located in Tennessee. That was the last thing I heard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we have a. Uh, uh, I don't know if they're actively doing. It. Oak Ridge still exists. Uh, I don't know <laughs> to what capacity they develop nuclear stuff i think that they still uh uh work with uranium or or uranium refinement but i'm not positive on that um but anyway uh he was uh he was in the radiological health division while they were starting while they were doing all those uh bomb developments and i i i am like uh i'm a kid that was born like way late in my parents life so all my like my parents my grandparents are significantly older than me and he was involved in the in the all of that stuff and uh he we uh my mom still has the i, I think this is the part you cut out uh, my mom still has the certificates of like project teapot and different things that he was uh in all the different um they had all these code words so they would go to nevada and drop a bomb and that particular session would be called project whatever and his his job was determined uh well according to the official thing i know some stuff is still classified but it, the official narrative of, of what he did was that he would uh analyze what it, the radiation was doing to biology so they would go out into the pacific with these uh decommissioned destroyers that they were gonna you know sink anyway and they would uh load them up with goats and all kinds of animals and then they would drop a bomb in the center of all these boats kind of surrounding it and then they would wait for you know the uh, fallout and everything and then they would go in with these hazmat suits drag the bodies off and then figure out what exactly the radiation was doing um yeah pretty weird stuff and i, I uh i've heard that there were human e- uh, experiments done where they were putting um i i don't know where i heard this particular one but i know at some point they were using like um oh, what was that big thing like the spanish flu or there was like a big thing that happened or there was some big outbreak but what they were doing with uh these people were they were uh secretly dosing them with nuclear isotopes in their ivs to see how quickly they would degrade and um yeah so do you think that they're not like (laughs) you're completely (laughs) expendable to the greater machine you know because these people that run these things they're totally like you know the the greater like these sacrifices are worth what what our end goals are they, they that's i think how they rationalize okay so all right <laughs> so uh, a couple of things yeah. first off that's why like that's why like 
nuclear war or like any sort of like when countries talk about using that's what that, that always freaks me out like it's just like why like can we not we all know what's gonna <laughs> we just we, use we bullets all... <laughs> <laughs> our hands i don't know just something besides that just like it's i because we know the ramifications we know like based on studies based on world war ii like how we dropped the the you know the bombs on japan we know what was we know what's going to happen we we yeah. like we understand it we don't need we don't need to do that and it's just like that's why like nuclear war is just like it's so it, it's it's very scary and it's a very real thing um what was the other thing i was going to say it was um oh what was it i can't remember i can't remember what i was going to say it'll come back to me it'll come back to me and, and i'll like in our conversation i'll just spit it <laughs> yeah i mean but, i mean that's the thing about nu nuclear warheads or whatever it it the amount of collateral damage we've i mean we've never developed weapons until the 20th century that just took out a whole bunch of innocent people not just the soldiers like you know mm -hmm. it's uh I mean, that's the reason we don't use uh, nerve gas anymore. After, I think it was World War II, everybody was like, uh, if the wind goes the wrong direction, we all die too. So let's all, I love, I love like war rules. Like they, hey, we're, let's, let's stick to the, these rules. Like, and they get in trouble. Like if they, if one violates the, the, the agreed terms of how we're going to kill each other, the other side yes. will get in trouble. That's hilarious to me. But we yeah. all, there are, there are weapons that are bad enough to where we all agree. Like, yeah, we, well, we shouldn't use that. <laughs> it, yeah, so like the, the laws of war i think it's called um yeah i, I do remember what i was gonna say um all right i'll try not to forget it but i'm on this tangent now okay. <laughs> so like, it's um it, it really is interesting what like the the geneva convention and like the laws of war and everything like that and like even like rules of engagement that soldiers have to follow it's it's very interesting what someone or a group of people have considered like no you can't do this but you can do this so for instance i think what is it it's the um it's a weapon called the mark 19. what it is is it's essentially an automatic uh grenade launcher so um i don't know if you if you see, have you seen the movie predator i'm sure you oh, have yeah. oh yeah but there's there's a weapon on the front of arnold schwarzenegger's machine gun um yeah 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 they put them on the bottom of the m16s yeah yes and you can put like it's, it's like it's almost like a grenade round inside of it you shut it you pull the trigger it lobs a grenade right well the, the army uh, or the military has made a, a weapon called the mark 19 and i know they use this at i believe the beginning of the surge of the iraq war um and even in afghanistan but it was it was an automatic grenade launcher. It's called the Mark 19. So all those little rounds were belted together, and I, like it was just—it's—it's it's just like a little short gun, but like you, the soldier just presses the trigger down, and it just keeps lobbing these things. And I yeah. think after like a year of them using that, I can't remember—I don't know if it was maybe maybe more—but they're like, this causes way too much damage, and this is not okay. <laughs> so it's like, well, you guys knew you—you you knew what it was gonna do. Just like you put two and two together. If you keep throwing these things yeah it's gonna yeah. happen so it really was interesting how like yeah like the nerve gas thing the nuclear bomb like yeah like how what they say is not and it's really interesting because it, it's war it's war it's yeah. like it's the objective is to you know 
win against the other side. So you would almost think like, all right, hey, there is no rules. Like just go all out. I would think that if your your aim is to wipe out the other opponent, there wouldn't be rules, but apparently there is. Yeah. I I mean, I guess the part of the – Part of the thing that they are doing, though, which I, I mean, I, I'm kind of glad of, is civilian consideration, because yeah. I think, because I think when you know, the United States was over in Afghanistan, Iraq, um, I mean, even take Vietnam and everything like that, you had, you had soldiers working through civilian populace. So it's like, okay, we can't just kill everybody, even though like that's some people's mindset, like just kill them all and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you can't, and, and that's, yeah. I, I guess that's like a good thing that they did you know like thinking about civilians and everything yeah um, yeah and we've been... had we've had the issue with i know on our side we've had the issue on those some of the older wars of of uh our guys going after civilians because i mm-hmm. think vietnam was such a special war that broke like that because these guys went over there under this false assumption that uh they were you know they had freedom you know the threat of communism and blah 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 and they went over there <laughs> and expecting to have a parade when they got back and everybody was spitting on them. And, yeah. you know, when they got, and, and, um, and part, and part of it is the warfare was so different. Uh, the amount of uh, trauma was so different from other wars that they just came back completely broken. And some of them snapped and did like horrible atrocities over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and so us having like the opinion of like, all right, we have rules is a good thing, but it's also like, maybe we shouldn't inv- invade. <laughs> Just random places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I, you'd think that they would maybe do a little bit of, I mean, I don't know. Like, so I, I feel like it's almost like now this is another conspiracy, mm-hmm. but like 9 11, you look at what happened to that. That was the driving force behind invading Iraq and Afghanistan. Oh, yeah. I think, I think it was, I think yeah. it was Afghanistan. What was that? I think it was Iraq first and then it led into Afghanistan. But regardless of what it is, they needed a like, if you believe this is again a conspiracy that they set everything up and that like they you know the government like went into the towers and everything like that like drove the planes into the towers so everyone in on like you know because it it is a touchy subject because it hits it hit home like we've been attacked on our soil so you can see like all right hey huge like support for the war and to go and invade because you look at you look at what's going on right now in the world, like with between Russia and the Ukraine, like Russia just went into the Ukraine and like everyone is like, no, that's that's bad. Mm-hmm. But if you look at their narrative and like what they're because, again, like it's it, the media and like the news. It's just so hard to def- like pick like, all right, who's actually telling the truth? And this is like, oh, we're yeah. in a rabbit hole now, but it's just like Russia is saying the Ukraine has a bad Nazi problem and that's why they went in. And then the Ukraine is like, no, we're fine. You we want our yeah. own like don't, like, don't touch us. So, yeah, it's yeah, weird. It's... Like, and then you have like the QN on people like zooming in on the soldiers yeah. arms, like, Oh, there's a swastika. See, we were, yeah. we're doing, you know, and it's like, oh, man, that, there, that the internet there, I love conspiracy theories, but there's a certain type of noise that I just have to check out from. I yes. can't, I can't deal with half of it. Like the, the, the oh, man, nine 11 is an interesting one because if you look back, um, you know, Bush saying like, we never, thought of of oh. you know uh, uh, planes being used as missiles he's like bro you had an entire pamphlet for nato to on, on how your countermeasures would be if this happened not only that yep. it was shown that kennedy was given plans 
to um, for us to do the same thing, remote control a, a plane and crash it and blame it on the Cubans, invade Cuba. And then Kennedy was like, I'm not doing that, which probably one of the many reasons that got him killed. And you then know. the other thing is, is like there all those declassified documents of uh, what's his name? I forget who who was in who was the president at the time. But when Pearl Harbor Pearl Harbor happened, it was mm. it did happen. The Japanese did do it, but it was known well beforehand, and the U.S. government allowed it to happen to get us into World War II. Like it was like, oh, this will rally our base it will rally the citizens and like we'll be able to invade and do this and do that and and that's what got us out of the great depression it was manufacturing the war war machines like that yeah. all those classic propaganda all those um posters where the government was encouraging people to grow hemp they, they were like please grow hemp we need more rope we need oh, more uh stuff for parachutes right. they were yes. like you have at it it's like it's interesting <laughs> like when war times it's like oh and and it, it it's true unfortunately but it did it absolutely got us out of the great depression because there were people that had uh i mean it was like my grandparents uh lived through the great depression and it was mm -hmm. a bad time and um and so like the idea of uh the, the, i mean that's when the military industrial complex really got its roots like because all of the manufacturing all of the all of the planes all of the bullets all of the steel all everything that had to be manufactured got people in factories working and uh revitalize the economy but it's insane that uh that happened and i think that we follow the same blueprint since then in smaller in smaller scenarios we go in the cia causes some trouble they put in a a, a, a puppet of somewhere in south america and then whenever they're having trouble with him and the people revolt well then they then then it's like oh well, we need to go do this and same thing in the middle east like there's always like an excuse and and the and it's interesting how certain places like what what was in afghanistan well also the thing people have to ask themselves is like where did saddam's gold bricks go does anybody know those just oh. didn't disappear they didn't forget where those were what happened to all the poppy fields where we have photos of our of our troops uh guarding poppy fields and then where yeah. did all the all the uh opium production go to in certain pharmaceutical companies who was the biggest buyer of these poppy fields who is who uh, capped off the oil wells who uh secured the lithium mines for our batteries <laughs> like these places have natural resources and then we just control them so yes. it's like it's fair if you just look at the grand thing that comes out it's always the same <laughs> mm -hmm. i think i think that's what it takes is i think it really does take just everyone or just you know just you as a person to stop step back and like try to like look at the big picture of everything like that and you yeah. might like and that's why I like just doing your own research and just like really getting to like the roots of everything it, it's it's good and it's it's good to do your own research get gather information from like all aspects and everything like that and to form your own opinions i mean i guess that's why you listen to our, our podcasts and everything like that is because we, mm -hmm. we provide that information for you we do that research but it's 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 really it's it's crazy because the things that you bring up was like all like all the resources and like everything like that and then how um the, 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 even the CIA, and it's like there's conspiracies that the CIA had trained. Who was it? Um, Osama bin Laden, mm -hmm. and everything like that. And like that, they knew like, hey, like they knew where he was, and everything like that. And like after 9/11, there's a I had covered this in a past episode, but they they got his family that was here in the states. They they flew them back to the Middle East. 
like the CIA like snagged snagged them up, and like mm-hmm. it was like how wait how like why are you why are you doing that like got understand like they had nothing to do with it and they probably would get like ridicule and everything like that, but it's just like why like the you there's no there's no other reason why like the government would just pick up this family and take them over there unless maybe that person was working for the CIA in some sort of mm. like way. So it's just when we look at like the possibilities and just like, could this really be, a- it's like, when Oh, I don't know. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you got to look at what, what, how, what are the connections the Bush family had to uh, uh, Osama's family? What mm-hmm. did, what did Osama's family, ha- the bin Laden family, what was their, what, where did they get their money? The money they, they, there, there was contractor uh, companies over there. Like, there was a lot of all of su- all of a sudden after everything was bombed. There was a lot of U.S. contractors all of a sudden in in these territories, mm-hmm. and um, the way I heard it, and I again I don't have these notes in front of me, but uh, uh, Bin Laden's family was uh, uh, integral. He was considered like the black sheep of the family. Like he was the kind of oaf that thought he was like this messiah or whatever that led this ragtag team of guys and it, it, whatever they were doing and. Um, his family were they uh, from what i understand were construction contractors and then mm. there was a lot of interesting deals uh of of like between the the, the bush family had something to do with uh these contracts and then there was another i mean i don't know there's halliburton and stuff like that but mm. uh, i think my my favorite uh uh comedy rendition of this is arrested development when uh, george senior uh, it gets caught uh, uh, subcontracting all of those homes, all his like weird <laughs> McMansions in, and and then he gets, and that's one of the things he gets in trouble for. Uh. Um, I think a great movie that actually depicts all of this is Vice. It really like Vice. the it's about uh, Dick Cheney. Um, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, played by yeah. Christian Bale, and it's uh, it kind of goes into. That's almost like a conspiracy movie within itself, but it just yeah. kind of goes into like the life of Dick Cheney and everything like that. And like, oh, what is it? It starts out like with the whole 9 11 attacks and everything like that. Yeah. But like, I think he had, what was it? His, he was invested in BP oil or something like that. <laughs> and like, that was a reason to go over. It's just like, it's like, wait, what? And it's like, yeah. And it's just like, so when you actually start doing research and like, what was it? I don't. I hope this doesn't get like taken off because of. I know, right? It's just like, oh man, is this how people get like just gonna? Oh, his podcast fizzled out. Meanwhile, you're like being put in a trash compactor. <laughs> well, it's the uh, what was it? It was you see it a lot. All right, like so uh, we're talking conspiracies. So obviously, you can probably put together that I'm on a couple of conspiracy threads with Reddit, right? And I won't. It's the, the, how can I how can I say this so it doesn't get like? <laughs> well, we don't monetize anything anyway, so it shouldn't well, really matter. Uh, just just to preface it by like this is uh uh what what do you say? You go uh I heard or yes. uh, I heard this theory. There we go. This, so I heard I heard this, this possible theory. <laughs> I heard this possible theory that okay, maybe maybe if I phrase it like this. So there's a shot out right now that the majority of governments want everyone to get does that make sense okay so okay now i know why you're being careful okay yes that um 
what was it? The the manufacturer of this shot, um, he was the husband, and then the wife works within one of the governments, and she is she's like pushing for all of these policies, and it's like they just make millions of dollars, or probably even billions of dollars, or whatever. But it's like it's conspiracies like that, where it's almost like the the Dick Cheney thing, where it's like a reason for him to go or to push. Uh, troops into like you know the middle east is because he has assets there or he has like he's invested in bp oil uh -huh. so it's just like when you start connecting dots or you start seeing like oh that makes sense i think that's where like those conspiracies and just like yeah get going. well i mean but it will be interesting how how yeah. history treats this particular controversial topic of now it yes. will be very interesting yeah um, it really because really well from what I've heard is that it's very interesting that these entities of this particular needle object uh, <laughs> are going after um, a particular sub uh, age group to ensure uh, and, 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 and government um, approval to ensure how, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. Uh, to ensure that there's no lawsuits in the future. Yes. And, uh, yeah. and, and also be, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't care who falls on what side of this. Yep. I'm just saying, <laughs> look at the money. The money is so huge. The incentive is huge. Yes. And then we can also talk about, like, you know, there were promises made. And it mm -hmm. turns out those promises aren't exactly what this needly object uh, does. And it's yeah. just all very interesting. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, it's, I think that, I think that's why there's a lot of good conspiracies, I think, right now going around with that whole subject. Mm -hmm. Whether, again, like on what side doesn't really matter. Like, I think on both ends, it's like you see just like all these crazy things that are coming out right now. So it really will be like maybe like, you know, 10, 20 years from now. It may even be longer. To really see, like, okay, really, what was or what is the truth behind everything? But yeah. when we're, when we're talking conspiracies, there may never be a truth to it. There there may always be this mystery, and that's what makes conspiracies, I think, so like I know you know good in their own way, and that will that's what makes people drive towards them is like there's there's always that unknown. Like, uh, so we'll go back to uh, 9/11 for instance, Building Seven. What, yeah. what's, what's the deal with that? Like the, the no plane hit that, just a little bit of like debris or fire. Oh, the audio, the audio on the news uh, broadcast is wild. Like like you hear pull it, you hear um, you hear them reporting on stuff right before it happens. Um, yes. The, and yeah. first off, everybody's seen a, a, a image of like what a plane fuselage looks like when it wrecks. There's yep. there's large pieces, and then um, the uh, the Pennsylvania site. Where where we supposedly took down one and it crashed, there's just skid marks and burnt grass. There's not there's no pieces. And also the oh that uh, I was on I believe it was Conspiracy Commons our Conspiracy Commons, which is a pretty good up and coming conspiracy subreddit. Um, and there was a video that was recently released, and now you can't tell what's real now with AI and, and, and oh all the different God. software. But there was yeah. a video released of a different angle of the Pentagon being hit. And, there, and, there, and it was it, there's no wings on this thing, and, it, and there's only like a few frames, kind of like the original image we were shown. But it, is it like, it's like – Is it almost like shot from like a helicopter? It almost yeah, it's seems in like – it's at a distance, yeah. Yes, yeah. And, and people are like – 
what because everyone's like buzzing about it because it's like okay where did the because everyone's trying to confirm where it came from because nobody really knows yeah and uh, there's a lot of people like this might be something but we're approaching it with caution uh mm. yeah it's, it's interesting i mean it looks like that area from the original footage um mm. But I, you know, it, it's very interesting. Like the the, like this is one of the issues that the government has with this kind of thing. Even if it wasn't a conspiracy, which I think it was, they have this terrible. <laughs> they have this terrible way of fashioning the the uh, agreed upon set of events that happen, like the narrative, and mm -hmm. there. And it's always terrible. It's like, well, we got like this one plane of vaporized but we got one of the hijackers passport that fell down onto the sidewalk that's not even singed like it's like what get out of here i mean at least don't at least make the official story good like mm -hmm. I, it's just kind of crazy I don't, and a part of it is like you're dealing with a large bloated organism that is this machine of bureaucracy so no wonder the official story is never great i mean nothing ever really my grandfather t uh, said this thing that uh that uh government is uh, will always be classically inefficient and he was a government man it, it the mm -hmm. the level levels of checks and balances and control like we have all of this stuff set up to protect us but at the same time the government uh, naturally doesn't operate very efficiently. It's it's just the the side effect that one of the best um, governments that you could possibly have is a dictatorship, but that all requires the dictator to be um, benevolent, you know, mm -hmm. and that's extremely rare. So there's no there the, when 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 things happen, they happen slowly, and it's no it's no no wonder are the, the official narratives on things are just ridiculous. I'll, I'll I'll touch on one last thing about like the whole nine eleven thing, and it is it's it's come from like what you're saying is that like you had well, it was like what four four planes, but there was supposed to be like a fifth plane that got hijacked or something like that. But there was I think in total four the the two that hit the tower, the one that went down in Pennsylvania, and then the one that hit the Pentagon. Yeah, and it's just like it's it really is interesting like how you're saying there's like there's no debris. There's just like a skid mark and like, yeah, there's a passport. And then just like, oh, I wonder, I wonder if the, the reason why, if, if, like, if, if the government did set it up, why so many planes? Why so many, like, why, why couldn't have just been one plane that hit the, cause that would have done it. That would have like, that would have rallied, I think, everybody. Or, or maybe that it was just a, a redundancy. Like, let's, let's, let's just get four so called planes and like, so it looks like it was a huge attack and like like you know yeah. like that that it was the united states is under attack rather than just saying a, a plane was hijacked and just like one they needed more i don't know it's it's i don't understand the i guess the reason why there were so many so-called planes that were hijacked yeah that makes sense do you remember do you remember that morning uh i was in <laughs> i'm aging myself but i was in fourth grade at the time yeah. and i have i do i i vividly remember um asking my mom at the time i'm like why are we watching the news and she got really mad <laughs> like didn't understand why until like years later but no i i do remember it i do remember the teacher coming in and saying like hey just so everyone is aware like planes have crashed into a tower again i was in fourth grade i was like okay a, a plane crash i didn't understand yeah. Um, so it, it took, I think a couple of years for me to actually understand, like when I was probably, I'd say maybe getting into high school, 
So a handful of years later that it was like, oh, because of those planes, that's why we're in this war that we're in right now. So yeah. I think, yeah, but as far yeah. as, yeah, what about you? No, I'll go ahead. I, I was, I, I figured out the perfect segue to our other topics with this, but if you had something, yeah. go ahead. No, 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 that was, that was it. No, like I, I did well, kind of remember, but not really. Yeah, I remember that morning pretty clear. I, I was born in 89. I was like, it's like 13, 12 or 13 or something like that. Yeah. And um, they, um, I don't remember what grade. It's weird. I remember ages, but I don't remember grades. Anyway, mm. uh, I was a part of this weird thing where I, I did homeschooling, but I was also part of a school. Like there, there were certain programs and classes I went to. So in yeah. the morning, I was just at the kitchen table and uh, we had this little tube TV on top of the fridge and uh, we saw the first one. And uh, at that point, everyone thought it was a mistake. And this might go to like your theory of like, why did they use so many? Um, yeah. So people would be like, oh, this is an attack. This wasn't an accident. So, uh, but they, but originally I remember my folks, they were like, uh, oh, this is, this is, this is bad. It might be a tower might, and even the newscasters were like, this might be, you know, a plane that got off something as something happened inside and then it crashed into oh, the tower. Man. And yep. then uh, my dad was walking out the door to go to work, and then uh, the second tower hit, and that's mm -hmm. when they were like, "This is this is happening." And then then uh, so he stayed a little bit longer, and then the Pentagon, and yep. I remember his face. He because at first he thought it was like a mistake, and then when these other two hit, he looked so depressed. He was like, "Yeah, we're under attack," and and then he just left for work. Yeah, I he looked like really upset about it, and uh, yeah. and. And so, yeah, that goes to what you were saying. It's it, it probably they just did it at a large scale enough to where it was like there was no question in in the in the vast general populace's mind that it was an actual attack. But this is a good segue. So yep. I have a I have a uh, in <laughs> I have all of these notes on five MEO DMT and like these. Uh, but 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 I also have a, a, a paranormal experience, the only one I've ever had. And it ties into this because uh, it happened on the Bush Gore election night. Oh so, shit! Okay. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, this would be perfect. This is going to be seamless." So, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so okay, I'm I'm a kid, and it's 1999 or 2000. When did he get elected? It was like 2000 ish. 2000. Yeah, it was. He was yeah, in office for like yeah. a year before 9/11. Yep. So it was like a yeah. So the. Uh, my parents have this dressing room on the side of their bedroom and they have a TV in there. And then they're off of that, uh, dressing room. There's a hallway that goes up to the back of the house. And this house is pretty old. It was built in the mid 1800s in the South. Ooh. It is this old, old house. And, uh, all my life, you know, whenever friends would come over for slumber parties or whatever, they would always get freaked out. And they would always, you know, one time there was a kid that got taken home because his he was crying and everything. And, um, and it was always like, there's ghosts there or whatever. I, and, yeah. and we do have confirmation that several people have died in the house and on the property. Uh, one guy, uh, I don't think I've ever told anybody this. Uh, one guy, uh, it is documented, uh, the originators of, of the farm, the, the people that helped fund it, there was, a, there was a cousin or someone that it actually made the newspaper. He uh, complained constantly that there were lights and noises outside. And one night he went out to with a shotgun uh, complaining of this incessant noise that wouldn't stop and there were lights in the sky. And he, he took a shotgun out there to check things out and he never came back. 
he, uh, they later found him at the, um, I think it was like the north end of the property at, at a gate, one of the entrances. He had shot his head off with, with the shotgun, and that made it in the newspaper. I have, I have all this, well, kind of have a local history file that I've kept. Um, so this place is like, to other people, is like a really weird place. So uh, I'm sitting in there. Uh, they're all arguing about Florida's hanging chads because they were punching holes in paper. And um, and they're like they didn't know who the president was for like a while, and um, so they're they're like they're you know then there's all these camera views of them looking through these holes on paper. It's cra- it was crazy, and um, my parents are like, all right, well we're going to bed. This is ridiculous. So um, I was like, oh come on, this is historical, and I and uh, and watched. They went to bed and agreed to let me watch it. So I was in the dressing room. They were off on the side room. And I'm, I'm laying there uh, watching the TV. And uh, I don't remember if I got dozy first or whatever. But in the hallway, there's the door was open. And it just goes into blackness into the rest of the other part of the house. And I looked up, and there was a uh, kind of a cloaked shadow figure that was just staring at me. Not doing anything, just staring and mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I don't think I've ever felt that amount of terror before. It was just standing there while, uh, while uh, and Bush and Gore are arguing <laughs> on the TV. And it was just sta- – because that's the thing. They were like, oh, were you having a dream? It was like – now, I, I was in the room. I could see the room. I could see the TV. The TV was on and going. And, and there was just this figure in the hallway staring me down and uh, never uh, – I, I don't know. It just never did anything. So uh, that and and it was terrifying. I woke up uh, uh, that morning and I was like just talking about it. And uh, my parents, I don't think they believed me. But at the time, uh, before I went to sleep, I did. I like cried for them or something. I was all freaked Mm -hmm. out. And uh, and I grew up having like a lot of fever dreams. I like I was kind of sick as a kid a lot. And uh, and they all just chalked it up to that. But I think it was real. I that see okay so. To me, I've said this many times. Our my audience will hear, they'll, 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 they'll know this. What I'm probably about to say, but like I, I will never discredit or I will never tell someone like, no, you didn't see what you saw mm-hmm. because it comes back to like UFOs. It comes back to Bigfoot. It comes back to like paranormal encounters. Like yeah. it's, you have all of these documented cases where it's like okay, there, there's like hunters. Like I, I, I Bigfoot. I will just use that for example. You have these hunters that go into the woods who have been hunting for like 20, 30 years, even plus, right? They know every step, they know every tree in there. And then they say they saw something mm-hmm. that is not like they're like, it, it, it was not an animal. It was like, it was a, it was a Bigfoot or something like that, you know? So it's just like, how are you going to discredit someone like that? Like in and granted, like, I know some people say we've like what you said, AI, you know, like there's always like someone who could be messing around with like, just, you know throwing a ufo into it and being like oh yeah there's a ufo but it's just like when you can tell when someone is like telling the truth and not telling the truth and granted okay kids they do see like you know sometimes their imagination plays on them and everything like that mm-hmm. but to like you right now for how old you are and you're still telling the story that you did see something i believe you 100 percent. there'd be no reason for you to like tell that story you know what i mean so it's just like yeah like it's it's like what it's uh <laughs> something like i would love to see a paranormal thing again but that's oh, the yeah. only thing i've got you know and mm-hmm. and uh 
everyone is like, well, cut careful what you wish for. But it's like, well, that would be kind of comforting to know that there's like more to this and, and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, it's, it was weird enough to where it just stuck with me. And that's like my only paranormal thing that I, that I've got. And I wish I could see another one. So here in Germany, I, the, the house that I'm in, it, it's, I'm sure it was probably built, maybe not, not as old as like, definitely not in the 1800s, but probably uh, like 40s or 50s. I would probably say that this building probably went up, but anyways, it's, um, and I haven't seen anything paranormal. However, I will say this. I have two cats and some of them sometimes will be, be sleeping. And I don't, I don't know if it's just like, you know, cars driving by or like the fact that I have two cats that like, I think I see another cat, but there's like, there's times where it's like, I see my two cats sleeping I'll go upstairs and I like, I think I saw one of them. Like, do you know, just like down to like, just kind of like jump across the door or something like that. And it's yeah. just like, Hmm. I, I don't know if that was or wasn't. Cause like, again, I do believe in this. And it's, I think what you said too there is like, you want to see something again to give it validity and yeah. like say like, it, it is true. And I think that's like what, like people that like look for Bigfoot or look for UFOs or like ghost hunting, like they, they saw something and they want to like know what it is or what the truth is behind it. And it's, I don't know, to, to dedicate, I, I find it really interesting when people dedicate like their whole life to just like finding it, but I can understand it because I it's know. almost like an, an obsession almost yeah. where it's like, I want answers. I want to know what it is. So yeah. I think, yeah, you saying that, yeah, it's, it's very true. Very true. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I've, uh, people I've known, like there's always like kind of a cat, they, they always go like, well, my cat, my cat, so, and, which reminds me of uh, that awesome scene in Constantine when Keanu Reeves is like, cats are half in and out, half out anyway. And, <laughs> and he's like, they're, they're like the connection to the other side he has to use to go to hell. And, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, cats definitely seem like they're on like a different frequency. It would be, it would be hilarious yeah. if like back to like the whole DMT thing, if they're, mm. uh, if that's just like, they, they're seeing that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That would make so much sense. Why my cats are always freaked out or always like on yeah. edge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that's, uh, I, I know we actually talked about a lot of different stuff. We didn't actually stay on like, the, the topics that we were supposed we to We didn't at all. <laughs> We went over like I think a bunch of different conspiracies, which is you know it's that's totally fine with me. Um, my editor he can he can edit this piece out. If you want to keep talking, we definitely can. Yeah, um, I'm good. I can I can okay. keep going. It's like okay. you know uh, I I it always makes me sad whenever there's like a really good podcast and they're like oh, oh time, uh, we gotta we gotta wrap it up. I'm like no, come on. Get some, like when whenever uh, Alex Jones goes on a uh, Rogue and I'm like get a few more drinks in him, fire up a doobie, let's go. <laughs> oh, that's that's uh, oh, I. Maybe <laughs> I don't know if we should get into Alex Jones, but uh, well, that's yeah. the thing about Alex Jones is he he is um, an intentionally inflammatory uh, uh, personality. Like that's mm -hmm. that's his brand. His brand yes. is like pounding the desk with papers flying everywhere, and uh, yeah. and saying I've got hot blood running through my heart real fast. <laughs> you know, I mean that's him. And I yeah. have such a – I put him in a, a special place because he – I remember when he got arrested for going up before George Bush 
uh, when they were when, back when he was governor of Texas mm -hmm. and questioning him in front of a crowd about his dad's involvement with the CFR and like why why is this and why is that and like and then they arrested him and they had no real legal grounds he he wasn't doing anything illegal yeah but they they ushered him out and like put a they made a file on him and stuff but like he's always and 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 the other thing that's interesting is his um uh penetration of the bohemian grove that old video uh, like the moloch yes <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like okay even if um oh man it's just even if it's uh even if it was all set up and everything, it's still a bunch of old guys that run our country in robes uh, doing a play with an ancient Moloch owl god with fire. It's like those people that oh, it was a oh, it was a retreat. And we don't no. talk about and all the people that get caught and like have to explain themselves. They're like, it's a retreat amongst gentlemen, and we don't talk about policy there. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I'm sure you don't. Um, this is actually a a great kind of connection to what actually I was actually going to bring up was like yeah. uh, Disney, old Disney. So he was oh. a free, he was a Freemason. Like, so this is what I'll bring up. The, what I was going to cover uh, was Club Thirty Three, and then one other conspiracy surrounding disney which i i i'll be surprised if you've heard about this one i actually took okay. some digging um just real quick i'll hit on club 33 in case nobody really knows what it is uh walt disney was a um, a freemason and um i think one of the the ranks within it is uh the 33rd something i i, yeah, I don't 33rd, know 33 yeah. degree mason yeah Yes, that's what it is. Thank you. Um, and that's where some people believe Club 33 got its origins, like at Disney. And it's it's interesting because you think if he really wanted to start something like this, he would have done it four or five months before he died. <laughs> but that's a uh, yes. So this was so. The, all right, just to confirm what you're saying, mm -hmm. you're saying there was a there was a club associated that Disney started. That that the uh, Walt started. So yes, it, like so, it wasn't. I think it took. Well, I mean, I don't know when he died, but Disney was already made and everything like that. But he wanted to make like a private club for like super rich, like you know, elite people could join, and that's where the idea Club Thirty Three came from. And people were trying to connect, like, why was it Club Thirty Three? And then people started digging into Walt Disney's life. Oh, he was a Freemason. Well, how far up was he? Well, he was a 33rd degree or whatever. So it's just like, oh, okay. Well, maybe this is where all of that came from. So the outs, so it's supposed to be like a secret. No one knows about it, yada, yada. But obviously people do. And Disney doesn't like hide it very well. Or they don't like, you know, they don't like, they're not like, oh, no, there is no Club 33. Like, they acknowledge that, yes, there is one. Like, there's a private club. Um, and what they say that goes on and everything like that is it's – from what I, from all the reading that I had done on it was that it's essentially just a really expensive dinner place where it's like, yes, you have, like, you have – like you can go in like certain like uh I, I don't know like resort areas and there's like private lounges and everything like that mm -hmm. but in long story short what it is it's a uh, it's just a private club for like high-end dinner that's that's what they make it seem like okay mm -hmm. but 
to get into the club is it, it makes you think that there might be more behind it than what it actually is because you have to, there's a, there's a wait list like it's not just you can join or who you know or whatever but it's anywhere from from the numbers that I had read it's they're they're all over the place but the highest I think is thirty thousand to nine thousand dollars to join uh, wait a plate oh to jo- uh, the membership. Yes, just to oh. join. So you have to like pay this with your entry fee, like you know, with all the, all that, all that stuff, just to even get looked at, right? And then reading more into it, it's um the actual dinner, and like that that doesn't cover your meals or anything. That's just to join. Oh man. So so then like the actual dinners are like a couple hundred bucks too. And then to keep your membership is like an extra $5,000 or like $10,000 a year. And then there's so it's like, kind of like a, a Scientology light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I analogy, love yes. watching, I love watching rich people waste their money. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, well, it makes you think like, why, what, like what Disney within itself between having now star Wars um, what was the other thing that? Oh no, they didn't get Lord of the Rings. Marvel, I think. No, they, they got have. they got Aliens and they got the Simpsons, which is the mo- the worst, the worst, yes, the worst yeah. thing. <laughs> so like Disney has all of these things. So it's like, honestly, do they have to have that price tag for them to join? No, they don't. So it makes you kind of think like, what really is going on in there and everything like that. Um, I couldn't find anything as far as conspiracies going on with what's in club 33 it really does seem some like something very innocent like it's just a high-end dinner place mm-hmm. but Walt disney itself that's like that's where like the conspiracy lies with him being a freemason and i'm sure you've seen this on plenty of like sub subreddits and everything like that with with all like the hidden logos like Walt oh disney, yeah how he even signed his name was like six six six. So yeah. like it's it's, it's a really satanic. weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and, it, it it's like yeah, but I I it's that ha- that's there. I can see it. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was the other thing? What what was it? Um, on one of the DVDs, there was uh the dildo that was in Ariel's castle. Huh? Little Mermaid. It's Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just that it's like then they always they always throw some animator under the bus. Uh, but it's like I don't know. There's a pattern here, and you're yes. like you're in charge of uh, uh, entertaining our kids, and I find it's kind of strange. Yes. <laughs> um, <some> well, <laughs> well, like when you you bring up the uh the dildo thing, like they didn't like like the, so like yeah. what uh what they're saying is that. It's it's like a sex driven satanic cult thing, Illuminati, Freemason thing. Because yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking at the uh, what is this from Daily? Where is it? Give me two seconds. Um, Daily Knows, I think it is. Or let me see here. DailyKOS.com. That's where I'm okay. getting this from. But uh, anyways, there is a bunch of pictures. Of like Walt Disney am- animating things, and one of them uh, is like uh, I-, I wish I knew what movie this is, but like it has a bunch of like girls like throwing up like the 
this sign, like the devil horns, and then um, do they do a, this? I there's or, nothing or, or like in, this. They do the yeah. triangle and then the eye. Oh, there's a lot of triangle references. The Zootopia, mm-hmm. uh, apparently, like the O T O, so zoo and then topia so it's the uh what is it it's like some sort of logo or like it references the owl like the two o's mm-hmm. and the t it looks like an owl face um what other is there's uh it looks like cinderella like the witch is she's holding up the devil horns a winnie the pooh movie like the uh, how the trees are it looks like yeah. a devil type thing it's just oh, like man. it's yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It reminds me of uh, the Paramount logo. And if you go down the rabbit hole enough, you'll you'll eventually find stuff like this. Uh, there was this one guy talking about how uh, Lucifer was the fallen star, and he took a third of heaven with him uh, yeah. to hell. Yeah. And then there uh, – or to uh, – what is the name of it? It is called uh, – oh, the name where the – it was um, Pandemonium. Is it with the mm. pandemonia is the, like the word of the kingdom that was built and held of the fallen angels and the the North Star that fell or whatever. And uh, one of the when I, I watched this thing where this guy was showing how uh, the star, the number, the star that falls uh, when the animation of the Paramount logo comes in and it circles around a mountain for illumination oh. and. It's yeah. like, oh, man, this is all weird. If you watch enough of those TikToks, you're like, I, oh, I was watching a TikTok one night, and it got me pulling out my old vinyls of uh, Zeppelin Three, and because it said, um, yeah, oh, what is the thing that Aleister Crowley said? Um, Do without wilt. And mm-hmm. I was like, and and he showed on the vinyl that the, one of the original pressings had it etched on on the B side, and I was like, what? And I have I have the I have an original of the Zeppelin three, but it, apparently it wasn't. I was like pulling out all my vinyls. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, that it, that it really is. You know, when you like when we talked about this earlier, like when you start digging. And then you start like seeing like okay, and I think you can kind of see it like, I think I think nowadays it's it's perfect. You can really see it now where like there's a strong, um, like movement for like uh, woman empowerment and everything like that. So they're taking on like a lot of the lead roles. There's nothing wrong with that. Like yeah, like I love the movie Aliens. Love it. Sigourney Weaver all the way. Love that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's like you you see how the movie industry they want to push a message so they are and you can see it so it's just yeah. like okay like if they're doing this now you need to go back to older movies it's like okay well what, what are they trying to like what message are they trying to push right now or like there's even like theories that are conspiracies that um that like that is the whole reason why the movie industry industry got so big is like they they're trying to push their like agenda or their their mm-hmm. what they want to happen so they, they make these movies and these uh well, you can even, I guess, see it like in the the '80s, where it's like, you know, Russia, the USSR is bad, and there's all these movies where, right, well, let's take oh, yeah. down. So it's just like, okay, you see it there now, then again. Too. Yeah, you so, have like Daffy Duck beating up Hitler. Yeah, and if you look way back, like <laughs> some of the some of those animations were super racist. Like, oh, like yeah. uh, there's this one where. Um, 
there uh one i forget it was like a cat i forget but it was it was a walt disney and the way they portrayed black people was horrendous so yes. you look back at that and in in history in hindsight like what we were talking about earlier uh mm. we can see that and spot it very clearly um yeah. it will be interesting like just how history reads the the stuff and, it, and it's very well known that they all research um uh, b back in like around the 80s, I believe it was, is when they all kind of started figuring out a really good way of advertising subliminal, th uh, these kind of things uh, that made advertisements sell and things uh, to sell. And and they absolutely adopted that into the, the movie industry. But the, but the thing is, is like um, with uh, all of that, it's um, you kind of look at, oh, one of my favorites is like, uh, some modern ones are like Taylor Swift and like that she was intentionally humiliated uh, by uh, Kanye West at the whatever award show because uh, in certain secret societies there are uh, ritualized humiliation in order for you to rise in the ranks. And that's an, that's one of those theories where she had to uh, subject herself to public humiliation in order to rise. And look at her now; she's doing quite well. And uh, and and the other one I like is that she is the cloned. Uh, she is the uh, uh, she is Anton Lavey's daughter's clone. And uh, they not only look very similar, they both have similar styles and stuff like that. And, and, and she, uh, after he, she was going to rise in the ranks of the Church of Satan in some capacity. And there are people that totally believe that uh, she is the clone of Anton LaVey's daughter. <laughs> no, I've not, yeah. not heard that. Yeah, and, and you know you know how those side by side when 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 a conspiracy theorist makes a video and they're like look look at Anton Lavey's yeah. and look at or look at look at Aleister Crowley and Barbara Bush huh huh <laughs> <laughs> they're related my the most convincing one is uh who's the prime minister guy in uh, Canada uh, oh, oh, his just, his eyebrows fall yeah that he's the yeah, yeah, that he's uh, related to Castro. And if you look at them side by side, it's like they look identical. Yes. <laughs> and the and the woman that was supposedly had the affair with Castro was in Cuba at the time. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> like the, 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 there's people that like tracked all this down and it's like, well, that might be real. <laughs> That's that that is something that I like I will like I, I want to get to that point where like I figure something like that out. Like I with yeah. my research that I do, I want to be like mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> it really, it's like, like well, almost like what you were saying was like, okay, Justin, Justin Trudeau's mom was down in Cuba at the time, based on this plane ticket that she took down there for this conference. It's like how how did you know all that? Like where did you dig? And it's just like it must take like. I, I well, almost maybe chop talk it up. Talk about to... the rabbit hole. These guys, they, yeah. they live in the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, they're in the tunnels. They yeah, they are. <laughs> so, but uh. it, it is, this kind of brings me up to, I'll, I'll, I'll bring this up and then I'll, I'll get back on the one last Disney thing that I have. But have you yeah. seen the military's uh, new PSYOPs commercial? not yeah. i don't think so it's it's a wait it's a, it's a commercial that's aired yes yes what brand is it just what branch uh, i believe army 
Okay, no. It's, it's the Army's new PSYOP recruiting video. If you haven't heard, if you're listening to this, go watch it. it I suggest you watch it too. It is insane. Um, write it down. Yeah, I won't, I won't spoil it or anything like that, but kind of like what we were talking about, like how who's really pulling the strings, who is uh, like, like what is this all about? That commercial makes you think like the, the government is behind everything because like the, the whole idea behind like psyops is like, you know, psychological warfare. And they depict that in that commercial like perfectly. So one last thing on the whole psyops thing, there was a, there was a division, I believe within, I think it was during World War II where it was called the ghost battalion. And I think I think that's what it was called. I, don't quote me on that. I'll, I'll try to maybe uh, I'll I'll figure it out, and I'll actually in the next episode I'll, I'll name drop what it was actually called. Anyways, it was a it was a battalion, or a, a something on the lines of that, where it was all about uh, faking or trying to what was it? It was uh, convincing like the 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 enemy that they had more than what they actually had. So for instance. They had blow up tanks, like balloon tanks. Oh, so it yeah. looked exactly like a tank, but like you could just like pick it up. And they had like hundreds of them. And it was a way to like scare the enemy into thinking like they had all like we had all of these tanks and all this stuff. And it was just like they they played on tricking the enemy and everything like that and making them think that they were places that they really weren't and just like all of it. So it's just like again, we brought that up, like the government is going to do what it wants to do and like it's going to play with the, the their minds and everything like that and again the whole uh the new psychological warfare uh psyops video that the, i think the army has it's it's insane it, and it makes you believe it makes you turn into i think like, i think they're trying to turn people into conspiracy theorists and that video does it maybe perfectly. <laughs> the problem well the problem is that they they do leak disinformation intentionally and and muddy the waters to where you can't yes. find the truth yep. uh, yeah i i remember i do remember that they were trying to get the germans to like waste artillery by bombing mm. like these fake tanks and stuff it's interesting yeah, yeah and, and that uh, so you're been... saying there's a modern sorry oh and that might have been we're, we're probably thinking of the same thing is like, yeah it's probably that well the um I, I'm I'm really interested into this psyop commercial. I like I, uh, man, it's that that's the one thing that is a tricky topic. It's like you got to speak in code because uh, the the modern day things like we can call them false flags and stuff. It's very interesting, but I don't want to get sued for a trillion dollars. <laughs> by, the, yeah, by the military. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's the interesting thing about Jones's situation. He uh he is being uh. I was listening to a podcast where they were like, he is now, uh, he went, as a historical figure, you know, you look back and he is a, uh, this guy that rants on a show. That was him. And now, now, uh, I think the last figure that I saw was like uh, $960 million he's being sued for. So uh, he is, he's been, this podcast I was listening to, he he was, he's turned into like a footnote to like, um, legal precedents that people will defer to a- as a historical, like legal uh, argument in cases. Uh, he, yeah. He's turned into a, uh, a historical figure. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's crazy, and it's I cannot believe the amount of money 
like that he got sued for. Like it, it's well, he'll never pay that. It, it, no, um, no, there there's no. I but I don't even I don't even think it's like a legal thing. And I, I'm not gonna get into like the people suing him and everything, but it is kind of weird. Um, because uh, it's clearly a statement. It 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 mm-hmm. reads to me like as someone that likes to talk online is like be careful. Like, you know, uh, which yeah. could be another form of control. Uh, but I, man, it's, it's, it's strange because it, it has gotten to such a point that, uh, it's a laughable number, what, what he's being sued for. And, uh, I don't know. It, it screams like a message to future people. It's like, yeah, we have free speech, but you know, watch well, it. Like we, we were, we were a perfect example of it. We did it earlier with a, a certain yeah. shot. It was like, yeah. he, it, like it's, and that's. It's not right. I understand the purpose of like, there are some people, you know, like maybe trying to spread lies and that's not good. You know, like if people want, like if people want informed decisions or like if they want, you know, it's not good to lie to people like that in, no. in, in a nutshell, but it's like, you know what the, the people need to do their own research. People need to like, okay, is this guy who's ranting all the time is what he's saying really true. I, I don't know. Or is this this medical place or whatever who has X, Y, and Z certificates or, you know, like has been proven right 99.9% of the time or what they saying is correct? Well, well you know, like make, make a decision. Who are you going to believe? And it should be – it really should be up to the person who's ever yeah. listening. It really should. But that's neither here nor there. I, I completely get uh, – I, I get what you're saying and everything. And I, yeah, it, it is, I think, a statement where it's, you know, watch, watch what yeah. you say. <laughs> well, it's very interesting. Uh, uh, again, uh, and oh, this, this is another thing. Um, when we speak as people online, whether or not you have a YouTube or whatever, uh, it's really interesting I, the way I froze. <laughs> oh, no. All, no, all I was saying was it's really interesting. Um, uh, to divert just a second, that whenever you yep. speak uh, and upload a video, uh, YouTube's AI is already transcribing the words spoken. So they will put that little message down there to a Wikipedia article or whatever mm-hmm. that uh, to, to to and their thing is to not spread disinformation and all that. Like the government can do it, but you know when you have a tiny podcast you know uh, here's the here's the context so you can read and it, and and i see it all the time if you look up um anything about oh this is something mild like the moon landing uh mm-hmm. and someone is like see here it's fake this video and then, and then there will be a thing that they don't put up uh, that that youtube puts up uh, linking you to the wikipedia of the official narrative of the moon landing uh my 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 problem goes back to your point is that you got to it um, we're in a society that is constantly infantiling us. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like uh, mainstream news is a really good example where they don't really want you to, they want you to take what they say on face value. Um, yep. But, you know, it, it, it's just, it's very strange. And, and when you, I don't know if you, um, I don't know if you played uh, Metal Gear Solid growing up, but it reminds me of the AI systems and uh, the different things that got out of control and of it, like the like the Patriot system, and mm. these AIs started curating news and information and all of this stuff, and then it Metal Gear Solid Two bleeds into four, and uh, that it's really weird in this age of seeing AI systems do that, like put up a Wikipedia article for your context, 
And yeah. at what point is there some quiet little system that gains sentience that kind of runs away from its creators a little bit? And we got a real mess and it's creating, uh, I, I like, I do a lot of AI art and it's extremely impressive what it can do now. But I'm thinking like, what is it? What can it do in five years, 10 years? Like we're already seeing uh, AI videos that are really good that are being made by Google's AI. And so mm -hmm. like, it just gets to the point like, Man, anything can be faked. Any yeah. anything anything can be faked. But anyway, that's a completely different tangent. You were about to. You were about. You had another point <laughs> about Disney. Sorry. No, no, no. You were good. That's, that's totally fine. Um, the the only other thing that I was gonna probably bring up about Disney is um, there is a, it's a disappearance, and uh, what happened was was a, forgot her name, uh, but it was Rachel something. Um, she was on a Disney cruise and she was one of the workers and she was in the, like the, the lounge where the workers are and everything. And the workers said that she left the room, uh, for, you know, probably like 20, 30 minutes. And then someone noticed that she was kind of gone for, you know, maybe too long and they go and look for her and no one can find her. And that was the last anyone had ever seen of her was like she was in the lounge like they they took off from port whatever um I, they didn't just say how like how many days they were out there but she was in the lounge 20 or 30 minutes had passed they go looking for her no one can find her right and they're chopping it up to like two solid things and i i i call bullshit on both of them and one is that she was walking around the deck and she just fell off which I'm like, no, there's no way. There's there's no way. A Disney cruise, like, you, you can trip and you can fall off? No. And then the second one was that they were saying that, oh, she must have, like, killed herself because she was in a bad relationship and she just committed suicide. Yeah, and those are like, um, it didn't say uh, in the article that I had read. Um, but if, if I if I had to guess, I mean, obviously, any, anywhere from probably, like, 20 to 40 um, I wish I could remember her name, but uh, she, uh, this, I'm gonna look that up. It's it's that in the crazy. U yeah, it's in the UK. If you look in like UK top disappearances, hers is one of them. Um, if you uh, yeah, I, UK Disney disappearances, Rachel something. I, I'm sure you'll come across it. But this is what like this is what this is why I think this is like a Disney conspiracy, and is because the amount of time that they spent. Um, trying to look for her and like to try to like come up with a reasonable like conclusion was not very long it was like anywhere from like a couple of weeks to like a month or two and then like eh, she probably just fell off and that's it and it's just like wait 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 like you're telling me this disney cruise doesn't have any cameras doesn't like have like anything saying like where she was like when like she jumped off or like she like fell off or anything like that they're like no there's no there's no camera footage and i looked that up i was like all right do Disney Cruise uh, lines have um, uh, cameras? And like what it said was, depending on the boat, yes or no. I was like, mm. but I think as Disney, as like a, how big it is, they would have a lot of cameras because if like, for, for legal reasons, like, oh hey, I, I tripped, I hurt my elbow, now you, I'm yeah. suing you, or like, I feel like every Disney Cruise has cameras. That's just me. I could be wrong, but research that I did. Some do, some don't, which I, again, I call bullshit. So honestly, what I think happened was either A, she got hurt, like whether it be like 
you know, like she was messing around with an electrical box or she was like doing something and like the ship or someone on the boat hurt her and a way to cover it up like was toss her overboard. So because there was no body that was found. So I, I honestly think that like they they threw her overboard or they did something with the body. I don't think it was necessarily maybe like Disney within itself, but I feel like the crew members, someone called somebody and was like, hey, what do we do with her? And someone higher up was like, just get rid of her. It's a really <laughs> interesting, yeah, it's a really interesting story when you read it and everything, but like that is like, you, you, you never heard about that. Like, I, I, yeah. have you heard about that? Yeah, yeah. and it's like, I feel like Disney could like suppress that story very easily. Like, you know, like, I, like it makes you think too, like how many other deaths or injuries occur at these places and like you just don't hear about it you know what i mean so but yeah that, that that's a that was the only two that i really had covered i i'd like to hear your thoughts on that like what do you, what do you think i like your th- i like your theory i mean what what would that mean to disney uh let if she got hurt and it was disney's fault like an exposed electrical but something that is clearly their fault they have footage mm-hmm. of it or whatever uh that is a lot of bad press that uh hurts ticket sales um that is a mess that I could see a corporation wanting to go away. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I, I think to a degree that, yeah, that, that kind of stuff probably happens more than we think it. Uh, yeah. I, I, what, uh, one of the, that kind of thing reminds me of, uh, before, um, John McAfee killed himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, he was saying how how bodies were disposed. He was like he was going off on tangents, and he was a classic. Uh, uh, he was a good. I th- he was a snake oil salesman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he liked one of my tweets, just in case anybody ever knew. That's that. I, I, I almost I replied to it. He never replied back, but I almost I almost had an interaction with him. Nice. Um, but but uh, he he was talking about like how how professional the how in the professional industry how bodies were disposed i mean he was, he was saying like around 4 a.m uh, uh a dump truck will roll up and you'll be wheeled out in a in a in a garbage receptacle and then put in a trash compactor and then taken off site and and it was just so like that is a way because it's like how jimmy hoffa disappeared he the, the one of the most solid theories is that he was burnt in an incinerator that the mob owned and what I mean, it's most likely that he probably isn't under a slab in Michigan somewhere. He probably yeah. they just there's just he doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And uh, I would think that. Yeah, I don't know. There's every now and then these powerful people like I, I love it when certain political figures, uh, you know, millionaire or billionaire friends wind up like hanging in their penthouse. It's like, no, I don't know. (laughs) It's like, okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I I don't know how popular, um, I think what year, he was like a 2012, I think, anywhere from 2012 to like 2018, I think that's when this happened. But I do remember, like, cruises used to be, like, I remember seeing commercials nonstop as a kid for cruises and like especially disney cruises and i don't see so much of that now and i think that might be like almost like what you're saying like hurt ticket prices like they're already sucking the way it is this isn't going to help anything just get rid of her you know like who knows so yeah yeah, it's that combined with like every now and then you see one tipped over (laughs) because they're they're designed very poorly i've heard that they're designed 
to be the the center of weight, the the height of them are are built so that you don't get motion sick. It it mm-hmm. it, it bobs a certain way, and but the the trade off is that it's extremely capsizable. Um, and so they go incredibly slow and they go in known waters that are charted and close to shorelines. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it makes sense that, uh, <laughs> that they, that, that, that all of these things that go, they, yeah, I mean, that, that was a big business once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really was. So yeah, those were, those were the two. And if, if you're listening to this as an audience member, if you want to do any more research, just, yeah, just look that up. But, Definitely the PsyOps one. That's a great commercial. <laughs> You're going to like got, that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm doing that the second I get off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I had. I know you, I, we didn't get actually into your, yours. We, we talked about your paranormal experience. Um, I, I don't know if, do you want to do a part two? Like we can definitely, <laughs> we can stay on. We can go for the two hour mark if you want. Um, it's up to you. What are we at now? I don't even know. We are at an hour and a half. Roughly. Okay, I'm I'm good to go. This is my problem with the uh, uh, the original thing. I can't find it, and so I was kind of panicked. Getting, I'm like, oh no, I don't have any material. But the yeah. but the um the the crux of this started uh, with or uh, for me my exposure to this particular theory. is that Alex Jones mentioned it. Now, I know, I know, but when he mentioned it, uh, if you did a little research, like, it it comes from somewhere. The the link between the government using DMT derivatives uh, for uh, contact with entities, um, people in that know, like, about DMT and different things know Terrence McKenna, and uh, and he, he, uh, there was a place in Florida where he uh, helped uh, cultivate or bring back from South America the capy vine, which is uh, the one of the active ingredients in ayahuasca brew. And ayahuasca is just the name uh, for the brew. The, uh, the natives in South America a long time ago figured out that you, if you add Psychotria viridis, a completely different plant, to uh, the capy vine in a brew, the, there is a there's an enzyme inhibitor in uh, Psychotria viridis that allows your stomach to uptake 5-MeO-DMT and then it gets converted and then you, you know, you trip balls. But, um, mm-hmm. and so na- now whenever, you know, people are talking about DMT, it's usually it's cr- crystalline form. There's a bunch of different places you can get it from uh, or extract it from with just ingredients from blows, just solvents. And, uh, and, then, and then bake all that off and get uh, crystal it's free form and but anyway there there's an oral um uh version of it that 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 is ayahuasca and um it slow it has a slower reaction time it is uh uh and w- one of the things that's very interesting about it is i believe the they originally coined the term harmine or um uh is the other one uh, it's harmine and it, it, basically this the, this active ingredient we have like a scientific name for it, but originally it was harmine or um telepathane uh mm-hmm. and so which are very interesting word, words words because harmine implies that uh people are having a, a there's a harmony between their experiences or yeah. telepathane there's like te- telepathic uh side effects 
And um, so they, you know, they uh, take these things. And what's really interesting is that even current, I mean, there's always been stories about shared hallucinations, but the current, uh, like, kind of ayahuasca trips that wealthier people have gotten into, uh, it's really funny because it's, it's a, I believe it to be kind of a dirty business. I was actually offered, I was in Chicago one time at a plant store, and this lady was, uh, I expressed interest in a particular cacti because it has an interesting uh, molecule in it, and yep. uh, and I and so we got talking about this, and she was an older lady, and she was like, "Oh, I've been invited to this ayahuasca uh, ceremony trip thing," and and I was like, "Oh, interesting," and she was like, "Would you like to go? I believe that the the shaman has one spot open," and I was like, "Yeah, what what's the info?" And it turned out to be like uh, five thousand dollars per person, and, it, and it's like, "Hey, if you want some ayahuasca, I can I can get you some ayahuasca. I'm not going to charge you five grand for it." And and she was like, "Oh, but it's, it's you know the the guy he's gonna he's gonna be our spiritual uh, uh, guide," and it's like, "All right, I, I my problem is that I think that there's a lot of." Uh, uh, these kind of yoga guys that uh, prey on on certain people that don't understand certain things, and so rather than call them like a trip babysitter, they're like, "Oh, it, we're we're a spirit guide and stuff." And I think that they're kind of swindled out of stuff. But but those compounds are interesting. Terence McKenna like brought back uh, one, uh, there was a species called McKenna Red, and uh, anyway, so the the link that I couldn't. Uh, confirm right before this was the 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 kind of the semi-confirmed government connection. Now we know through Project Moonlight and 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 uh, MK Ultra and different stuff like that that they were absolutely dabbling with compounds and what they did. Um, but uh, yeah, harming and DMT, all that kind of stuff is very interesting because like everybody talks about the Clockwork Elves, everybody talks about the Shadow People or the Jesters or the this or the that, and it's in like uh, like his history and texts on the, the, the people that used to do this kind of stuff, and it goes back to what we were saying earlier: is this stuff like a a vibrational dimensional gateway that like tunes our brain radio into? this particular reality where these entities are always around us and observing us. And yeah. then we just, whenever we take something, it's very interesting because it, you know, it, the South American lore and stuff, it, it becomes very like religious and faith based uh, around these compounds. And, uh, but yeah, that was, that was basically it. I just wish I had the info on the link between the government, <laughs> because I really want to know if the government was stopping uh, pilots hearts because they were getting desensitized to, to like intravenous ayahuasca to bring back schematics for from clockwork elves uh, in order to make a breakaway civilization off our tax dollars and go to I different would, planets. <laughs> honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. We talked about it. Like it's the I I hundred percent believe like the government would be up to something like that. Like yeah, hundred percent. Um, I, something that I don't know if you know who this is. Uh, Teal Swan. Have you heard of her? I don't think so. Oh my gosh. She is, she is <laughs> here's another thing to look up. I'm going to write it down. It, it, there's a, uh, I don't know if you have Hulu. You don't, you don't even have to watch the whole series. You can just probably, you know, type in uh, Teal Swan Hulu trailer. Yeah, she, like how do you spell, how do you spell the first? Uh, Teal. Teal. I think it's like T-E-I-E-L -E or something. Yeah. And then okay. Swan. Swan. Okay. If you type in like that and then Hulu trailer, it'll come up. Okay. I, I don't know the exact name, uh, spelling of her name, but 
um, she's almost exactly like what you were saying, where it's like she charges people, like she's a spiritual leader, right? Mm-hmm. And she charges people up the wazoo for money, like to come to like her like resort, and she like will heal people. But like her big thing is like when people are like go through like a traumatic experience, rather than suppressing it. They need to re-experience it over and over and over. And it's like, it's, it's traumatic and it's just like, holy shit. And then if you, if you watch the series, uh, do you have Hulu? I do. Okay. I'm not going to say anymore. I'm sorry for the audience. Like I, I, I'm not building it up (laughs) and anything like that. Um, it's a great series. I suggest you watch it because like, as you keep watching it, you find out, or at least what I got from it is like, she's a kind of she's kind of a turd <laughs> like she's yeah. just like what she's doing with people and what she's kind of making them believe is it's yeah. it's not right i i don't know but like almost where you're saying like with the whole spiritual leader thing like you don't need five thousand dollars to like no. do x y and Z. it's just like i feel like that's what she's doing that's the only reason why i bring her up um but yeah it's uh she's a she's a piece of work well, yeah so. i know and i feel so bad for some people because um, I think there are some people that get to a certain age in life that have been um, probably through trauma or different things, they haven't mm-hmm. been able to develop past it, like uh, yep. age-wise. And so they're looking for something. And then you have these uh, dirtbags that prey off of that and charge a ton of money. And yep. and and that's how you get, like, you know, what's his face? Uh uh, the joke, uh, the the bad Joker. Who who? What's the guy's name? He was in, um, what wins oh. a bunch of awards. He's a good actor. Um, oh, uh, Mars, Jared Leto. Some, Jared, Jared, Jared Leto. That's yep. how you get an island and wear all white, and then you charge like an obscene amount of money to all women. Like, yeah. like, man, who wouldn't want to be him? And they all are like, we're in a cult. Yeah. It's like, man, you know, it's like <laughs> on his like drug fuck island with yeah. a whole bunch of like Uber fans. That's crazy. But you get you get that kind of there's these kind of people that are lo- deeply looking for some kind of meaning or they're worried they wasted their life and they're like su- really susceptible to that kind of thing. And it go- it's like, uh, how, um, what is that? Co- um, uh, what is that cult Exion or what is it that where, where they, it was, um, the, the chick from Smallville got in, in into it and they were branding women. Um, the, uh, Exion, Exion, um, Nexium, Nexium, Nex- the Nexium yep. cult. Yep. And um yeah, you get you get that kind of thing. And 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 that the thing is every now and then you see on the news something that's been exposed. But how much and then it goes back to your thing about the Disney 30, 33 club. Mm-hmm. Um like who knows what they're doing. But but what's happening we have absolutely no idea about. Like the 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 people that know how to keep their mouth shut. Like what what are the there's this kind of stuff. Like there's a reason why the QAnon people believe that there's children being tunneled all throughout like huge networks of tunnels. It's because yeah. every now and then we get uh, exposure to like this incredibly dark side and then there's some people that are just like, "Well, are we're all ruled by these crazy people and they just run with it." And I don't know if they're wrong or not, but it I can see where they're coming from uh it there there yeah it's it's one of these things where i i I think you kind of hit on it too it's like you get to a certain point in your life it's it's almost where it's like 
do, am I going to waste all of my time trying to like expose this stuff and like really worry about it? Or am I just going to, you know, live my life as, as best I can and just be as happy as I can. It, I think it, like everyone has to choose. It's like, do you, do you want to just live your life? Just like whatever happens, whatever happens, like in the grand scheme. Okay. So I, so like when there's presidential elections and like your side doesn't win and it's like, all right, the whole, my life is ruined now. And then yeah. four years pass and it's like, wait, did my life really change all that exactly. much? Exactly. Exactly. And it's just like, do you re do you really want to worry about something all that much? But then you like you look at like sometimes like what the like people are getting all in a like a you know flustered about, and it's like almost like okay the the child trafficking thing that is not right. And I think if like oh my people can go back to your ghost thing, like if if something happens to you, you want to find out why and you want to get to the bottom of it. And then it's just yeah. like you want to like expose stuff. So I don't know. It's uh it. I'm not saying everyone should just be like, ah, oh, whatever. It's, it is what it is. We get ruled by these elites and it's just, I guess that's how it is. It's not right. If that is what is going on. Um, but it's like at a certain point, can you really change all that much about like what is going on? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, you gotta, it's, you gotta, you gotta weigh your options and everything. So I don't know. It's, yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah. it's crazy. The, um, um, yeah, it, it gets uh, like what you're talking about with like election cycles and stuff like, yeah, it's true. People get very upset on either side, whatever happens <laughs> yeah. or uh, some political topic comes on and like the Supreme Court did this or that. And and if you're old enough and you rewind to like, I'm living exactly the way I've always lived. I, 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 mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't have a ton of money, but I did. I'm, I'm OK. And yeah. I. But like nothing like like every time it's like the end of the world and it's like, no, mm. maybe it maybe it's not. I think yeah. maybe that and um, and start a podcast so you can rant about it. So like I, <laughs> I, I, every every uh, every every relationship I've been in with various girlfriends that I, I have a problem. That's the going back to your thing. Like, do I try to uncover this or do I just sit back and try to enjoy life? And I can attest that probably shouldn't go on and on and on about it because the your loved ones will get exhausted oh, and, uh, yeah. And, yeah. and then you realize oh, i need to make a podcast and so i don't subject <laughs> them to this all the time yeah it's uh it's it's uh yeah it's i, I and there, like it's almost one of these things where it's like <laughs> you can you can start a podcast and that's how you can you know blow off some energy and get this all out but it's yeah it's I don't know. I don't know. It's do your research. I think in a nutshell, I think what we're trying to get at with all of this, do your research. Form your yeah, own do opinions. your research. <laughs> do your research, you know, stockpile some stuff in case shit hits yeah. the fan. Yeah. Start a family, <laughs> calm down yeah. and, uh, and just like enjoy life and, but also just have fun on a podcast. <laughs> oh, I, I think I mean, I I think that's that's all I got. I don't know if you have any more or anything else. Uh, I got the only the other thing was uh, you were talking about the thirty three degree club, and it reminded oh. me the only exposure I have to uh, that concept. I never heard of the Disney Club, mm -hmm. but um, I have a friend of mine. And I'm gonna I'm gonna keep him anonymous, but yep. uh, he said um, he told me that uh his his dad was a 33 degree mason and and he 
the uh, uh, my friend had never really uh, dabbled in that world or was ever interested in it. And when his father passed, there were a bunch of men that approached him and said that, um, hey, uh, that were, they were part of some lodge. They're they all Masons. And um, mm -hmm. he, uh, he they were saying, your, your father was a 33-degree Mason, which makes you are. And I didn't know this, but apparently you have to be – there's so many levels you get to, but um, a 33-degree Mason is like you're born into it. It's like by blood. And mm -hmm. they 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 wanted him to like engage and be a part of it, and he was like, ah, no, I don't I don't want any part of you guys. Really? And and he turned it down, but but he always was creeped out by that, and uh, by creeped out by like the just the system of it. It just never appealed to him, and he didn't want to have anything to do with it. And he he doesn't believe in uh, you know, being born into power of any kind, and he's a really chill guy. Uh, mm -hmm. Then the only other exposure I have to Freemasonry is like my grandfather on my dad's side was briefly in it, uh, kind of like in the South around here. Uh, back in the day, it was like always like, oh, what's your lodge? Uh, you know, it was like a thing. It was like a no. uh, status thing. It was like going to church. You had a uh, a role in some lodge, but uh, he was in it briefly and and really didn't like it. He didn't like how, the, the, how they. Uh, did things and and the things you have to do and uh and i've read one of those books before um uh depending on what level you are or if you're an initiate you get a you get a handbook and i got like it was called the tennessee uh something handbook uh and it was for initiates apparently uh, and i still have a copy i can anybody that wants it i can just throw up the pdf because i scanned the whole thing but oh, nice. uh it was it was a um, – they basically – they have all these different rituals and different things and different kind of philosophical riddles, but they have blank spaces uh, mm -hmm. in it. So And you don't know what the blanks say until you rise to the next degree, and then some of the info is filled in. Okay. And um, But it, to me, it just kind of screams a cult because that's the way everything works. That's the way Scientology works. It's like, well, if you pay this and get to this level – well, you know, you'll know a little bit more about Xenu uh, yeah. and his alien <laughs> volcano. It, you know, yeah. it just it, it's always like they dangle a carrot in front of you. And, and yeah. I don't know. I'm just glad I'm not susceptible to that kind of thing. So it's it's funny that you bring that up because one of our co-hosts, we didn't know this till probably like two or three episodes ago. He's actually a Freemason as well. Really? Like, yes. Like and current? Yes, yeah, like that's like he's in it and everything. Oh, interesting. And, yeah, and he, he, oh, if, I, if I remember correctly, he didn't join. Oh, I forgot the reason why he said it wasn't like for any like he wants to be like a part of like a cult or like conspiracy like anything like that. He wanted like to be a part of something, and like he said like what they actually like do is like the fundraisers and like all that stuff. He's like I, he's like he loves that. He joined because of that. He said there are some like mysterious type things that do go on, but nothing like I guess as far as like the one that he's a part of, like nothing weird. He's like, shit, these guys can't even put together like a fundraiser. Like I doubt they're doing anything like super secret <laughs> or like anything ritualized. And it's like that's funny because it's like when you hear the word Freemason, you think like, okay, yeah, guys in robes doing all this weird stuff. And it's like well, maybe some of them are, but you know, there's like a group of them that aren't. So it was really, it was really interesting to hear from his perspective, that like interesting, kind of like what goes on and like what he does and everything. And he says he really, really enjoys it. And there's like there's meetings that he'll he'll go to, and 
yeah, there's like, what is it? There are some secrets that like you can't disclose because it's showing you, like it's showing the club as far as like you as a person, can we trust you? And if we, if we can trust you like with the, like this phrase or like this, you know, this paragraph or whatever, or whatever it is, if you don't disclose that, then yes, we can trust you. You're a trustworthy person. So it's kind of like showing like integrity and everything like that. The way yeah. like, it's, it was really interesting. I'll try to, I wish he was here. That wasn't the uh, co-host that was going to be on tonight. Um, but I'll, if, if we that would be another, very interesting. Yeah, if you if we want to do another episode, we can get him on. He's on like every other episode, so it would be really easy to get him on here and talk oh, about cool. it. You, yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I yeah, I my 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 dad has a friend that has been trying to get him for uh years to get him to join a uh, the Masons, and he's a yeah. Mason, and my dad's like, no, I don't want, I don't want to. <laughs> he's like, quit, quit it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what they do, uh, but uh, everyone should. Everybody listening should go or should YouTube stripper at Masonic uh, uh, <laughs> ritual because there is this. There is this one. I don't know if it's real, but it looks real. There's with all of that stuff in this big chair, and uh, you know, like just going crazy and i'm like well if that's it i'll join <laughs> it was it was like whoa <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> i don't know if we do that in every meeting or not i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> only 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 like once it's a once a month thing yeah <laughs> uh, oh man that gets i i want to i want to mention this one thing but i think a friend of mine will get angry uh uh, so I'll, I'll, I'm going to ask her if I can mention it sometime, but there is a, uh, it, it, it's interesting. It has to do with how these organizations and what you said about, uh, organizations, you, they give you something to see if they can trust you. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it falls in line with that, but it's like way more fucked up and it has to do with the government and, and someone she knows. I, I need to ask her first oh, before I disclose. Yeah. <laughs> and she got stoned one night and told me, and I was like, "What? What? Really?" And uh, I got yeah, but I gotta I gotta I I can't I, can't <laughs> I, I gotta ask her. <laughs> okay, it, I I really hope she's like yeah, that's fine or whatever. Because I'm really interested to see what what it is. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask. It's I I wish I could just do it. It it like it is so in vain with what we're talking about, and I yeah. uh, but I'll ask and and see. Okay, sounds good. Well, I think I think with that, I think uh, we pretty much covered it all and everything. It yeah. was, Seth, it was great talking with you. Um, if you want to give like a little shout out to like where everyone can find you again, um, but it would also be I'll put it in my description. Vice yeah. versa, I'll give you our information so we can put it in yours, whatever. So, well, I appreciate it. Yeah, you, I mean anybody can find me. It's S T H H R S. Pretty much on everything. That's my handle on Instagram. It's my website, www.sthhrs.com. Uh, and, you know, TikTok and YouTube, those are all my channels. I, I, uh, I have a book that's going to come out eventually, and uh, I do a bunch of, like, creepy videos and stuff like that if you're interested. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And, Alex, I, I, I appreciate I know we have this kind of co-host thing going on, but I, I appreciate uh, talking with you. And, and, and it, I'll, I'll be using this audio. Tell me uh, – Tell me your info so my listeners can find you guys. Oh, yeah. So the, the podcast, it's, it's called That's Effing Weird. Um, you can find us on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, 
Uh, we're not so much on Facebook. We do have a Facebook account, but I don't think it's been touched for months. <laughs> but yeah, really on any social media site, we, we throw up highlight uh, videos, everything like that. Um, really any platform that they your listeners probably have, we're on. We're on Spotify, like everything, iHeartRadio, just, um, yeah, Podbean. That's where we post our videos. But, yeah, that's uh, – it was really great talking with you. Thanks for having me on your your show on your end too. I, Absolutely, I, I should probably plug the podcast too. Uh, it's called <laughs> Seth's Alkahest, uh, and you can find me on Spotify and uh, uh, what's the other one? Pocket Cast, and I'm gonna try to get it on some other ones. But I don't want to make an Apple account, so no? it's not on Apple. It's not on Apple, but I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> You're missing out on listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Well, there I. I have an Apple, uh, Apple account that gets mm-hmm. me the Apple TV thing so I could watch uh, – what's that really good show where the, where they, uh, the innies and the outies and they're, uh, they're in an office building and, and that's their own reality? Um, uh, uh, I have no idea. So they, they, they're in an office. I want to say re something, but they're in an office and uh, they get this chip or whatever in their head and they can only, the, the, their memory only lasts in that office place. And then their Audi only remembers the outside. So this company has successfully divided the brain. Um, damn it. I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to drive me nuts. But anyway, and uh, I got the Apple, uh, the Apple thing for that. Um and uh, and I locked myself out of my account. I don't know. I ga- I'm super paranoid. I'm super paranoid about these massive com- companies knowing my date of birth and all of my legitimate information. So I always put like a fake date, a fake this, a fake that. And I've totally forgot what my birthday was to confirm. So they're like charging me $5 a month and I can't get in some, I can't watch my shows and I don't know what it is. So I can't get on the Apple thing. I got to make a new account and I, I hate it. So that's why. <laughs> If you figure out the name of the show, please let me know. That sounds like a really interesting show. Yeah, uh, it's uh, I can. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna take a minute. There's a little bit of dead air, but it's uh, it's it's called uh, Re Something, and it's a really good show. Uh, Apple. Uh, uh, Severance. 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 Yes. Okay. It is okay. a very good show. I was on the edge of my seat. They're going to make a season two. I'm locked out of my account. I don't know what to do. So. <laughs> well, we got till season two to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But does awesome. that mean that they're going to always, I tried everything and I think they're just, they keep charging me and I can't get into the account. How do I pull my card from that? It's, I need help, but anyway, yeah. it's not, it's not your responsibility. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, Seth, thanks, thanks for talking. I, I really appreciate it. It was a great conversation. I hope we have more of them. Um, yeah. You as the audience member, uh, this is just for our end. Remember, we don't want stuff that's normal. We want stuff that's effing weird. I don't know if you do an outro, but by all means. I do don't. I have this weird like synth thing I made in the other room I, that I put in reverse. And it's like... No, no. No. <laughs> so I'll just put that on. People will hear it in a second. <laughs> okay, sounds good. All right. It was really fun. I appreciate it. A very good conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have. I'm pretty active on Discord, so like, if if you ever want to shoot me a message, or whatever. I'm not sure on this one. I'll try to get this out probably sometime within November. This was a really good episode. I really want it out there for our audience yeah. members to hear. Um, when it when it actually goes 
I'll let you know. And then awesome. feel, free, feel free though on your end, post it whenever you want to. I, I that's totally cool. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I would love having you on with the co-hosts. Like, it, oh, that would be fun. Yeah, I'm it, down. It, yes, like we have a very cynical co-host, Tristan, <laughs> who's just like denies everything. Like, there's no oh, yeah, ghosts, yeah. there's no the UFOs. Just like, <laughs> yeah, you have to have that counterweight. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just gonna be like this. It's total. The DMT elves are totally real. <laughs> Uh, and then we have uh, we have another co-host, the Freemason guy. He's he's uh, yeah. he's like he's kind of both sides. And then our other co-host, she's uh, she's from India. You you probably heard a little bit yes, from her. Yes, yes. She's, awesome. She's yeah. So we have a wide variety of co-hosts and everything like that. If there's any any co-host in particular that you'd want want to talk to, by all means, let me know. We'll we'll get them on and everything. But really good conversation. I really Very want cool. to talk with you again. Um, yeah, we'll we'll find a time and we'll, we'll just keep time. in touch. Yeah, I'll try to get a hold of Alex Jones and get him on my podcast. I'll bite you on. <laughs> Sounds good. I think he's taking openings. There won't be any consequences to that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> awesome. Well, it was great talking to you, Seth. Uh, we'll great we'll keep in to touch. You. All right. All right, man. All right. See you later. See ya.